Hello. Hello. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to At Snow Friendship Island. That's pretty good. Thank you. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about uh, week seven, part two. Yes, sir. Of Love Island UK season 10. Nailed it. Hey, if you guys haven't listened or haven't watched, uh, tomorrow we're putting out our second episode for Love Island USA. And guys, it's actually good. It's kind of hitting. It's kind of bussin' bussin'. It's kind of got the riz. So <laughs> you should, one, watch the show, and two, listen to our first episode and then our second episode coming out tomorrow for that season. Uh, real quick, follow us on Instagram at not friendship island pod um and just hang out with us we do some fun stuff over there we're getting a little goofy we're getting a little goofy you with can dm it. us we'll respond to you we don't we care we always do um and rate and review us wherever you listen that would be like a tremendous help mm-hmm. and we're on youtube too if you want so subscribe to our youtube channel it's not friendship island pod is that correct mm, something like that you can figure it out <laughs> I trust you guys. Um, okay. Is that everything I need to say? Kind of. Um, I had released a schedule for what the uploads would be while we're doing both USA and UK. And Go ahead listen, and ignore that. I need to edit that. So I think tentatively the episodes will be Sundays and Thursdays. For the For US. USA. Um And honestly, I mean, the show airs live and there's no set end date for anything that's like set in stone. So, you know, we're you guys are on this journey with us and we will kind of adjust as things happen. So listen, we're fluid here. We don't subscribe to labels. You can go with the flow. Look how wacky my arms are going. You you guys guys can't see it, but our arms are so wacky. If you follow us on YouTube. You still can't see it because we only post <laughs> audio, but... But we will, eventually. Eventually, sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, okay, now can we jump into it? We can. Then let we shall then. <laughs> okay, so we start with episode 45, and this episode opens with everyone arriving back to the villa after the beach club, and everyone has come back besides the couples in the bottom and Whitney and Locken, who were the top couple. So they are all arriving back and they are trying to figure out, you know, what the decision is that's going to be made. Everyone's pretty confident that it's finally Mitch's time to go. Yeah. I mean, so they're getting ready for the night. Everyone else is getting ready for the evening. And Jess asks Abby while they're getting ready, how it feels to be in the villa right now while Mitch is in danger of being dumped. And Abby's like, listen, it feels like karma. It feels great. Hey. She's very happy. Hey, Abby, get off my TV. (laughs) You only get worse. (laughs) Honestly, almost everyone this episode has a bad look. At one point in time. This whole week is not, it's not good for, um, for ride or dies, I'll tell you that much. So everyone is talking about who's going to come back and how the choice is being made. 
we see um, Ty and Ella chat and they're talking about Whitney and Locken's choice and they think that Uzi and Katie are coming back, which is what we thought. Mm-hmm. Like when we saw the way the whole scenario was stacking up. They also were like, how are we not the favorite Yeah, couple? they seemed at least Ty. I don't think it seemed as, I don't think it was, I don't know. Ty was very obviously sour about it. I didn't mm-hmm. get that Ella was like, cared all that much do you do you think different? no no but i also think she did kind of like the fact that he was saying that i don't know maybe yeah. i don't know but like really you really don't know how you're not the favorite couple here's the thing i think ty thinks that the way this is all stacked up you know coming in a bad boy yeah. slowly like becoming a good guy and a man and you know being saying that you know i'm in love for the first time now and like the way that their whole journey has gone i think he thinks is like something to root for mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that you can't root for it i root for them i i want them to like you know yeah, i want them I to guess work out in my perfect idealized brain <laughs> Yes, this is a super love story, right. except for the fact that I don't believe it. Yeah, it's been a lot of it has been toxic, right? I think in three months, they're going to hate each other. <laughs> do I think they're going to give it a good go outside? Yes. But do I think the second uh, Ty gets like uh, like a club appearance gig mm-hmm. or like Ella has to go somewhere for a photo shoot uh, and like they're not the the relationship is not going to last with the fame i agree but i think he thinks the storyline would have really pushed them to like the front of the line right so i think he is very confused because he's like this has worked out like a movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we see uh jess and sammy they ask molly how she's feeling about all the drama between her and zach and she says she's still upset and that she just has to wait and see how Zach will act about everything. She says she does not want space from him. She wanted Zach to pie Katie because Katie is the one who sent her home originally. And he did the wrong thing. And oh. just to clarify something real quick. Mm-hmm. In the last episode when they did chat, she did ask for space. I thought she had. I didn't care enough to go back, but I did think that she did. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, I think she knows she did too, but now and she's pretending like, I don't know if I said it or yeah, not. Yeah, I was going to say at different times, she's like, I don't know if I said that, but I don't want that. Next, we see Whitney and Locken come back to the villa. And then following behind them are Mitch and Ella B. And they're like, they're like, is anybody else coming back? And they say, no, we're the only ones coming back. And Ella is, like, shocked. She asks Whitney, like, three times, you made the choice? Mm -hmm. Whitney, you chose? This is what happened because you chose? Like, she's shocked that Whitney and Lockin chose Mitch and Ella B to come back. Yeah, for sure. It was so crazy. Uh, Next, everyone sits down at the fire pit, and Whitney breaks down how the dumping went and how it was them who had to make the choice between the last two couples to dump. So they talk through their choices and taking in the whole Love Island experience. Um, And they bring up that Mitch is a huge, quote unquote, character in the villa, which sounds like a weird thing to say to me personally. Sounds a little bit weird. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit almost fourth wall breaking. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Here's I have a conspiracy theory about this whole thing. Ooh, go on. 
Um, and I think it's kind of why we see Whitney take a turn. Mm, yeah. I think. Still love her. I just want to be clear. Yeah. But she just has some bad looks through these episodes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, still my favorite. Still number one. Still goddess. Still queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she got really annoyed with defending uh, with her the pro- choice. What the producers told her to do. You think it was the producers? I think it was the producers. It's so, it's honestly so hard to say, but I do think a lot of her attitude, I don't know, a lot of her prickliness, whatever it is, I do think it comes from feeling like she has to defend this position, which, by the way, she doesn't. Like, they don't. Like, it was their choice to make. You really don't have to defend it. It is what it is. Yeah. Right? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but also, they're going to have opinions. Oh, know? of course. Absolutely. But- she doesn't have to defend her choice against all of those opinions. Yeah. I you know? mean, it, it doesn't change anything. No. Yeah. Um, Ty says that he does not envy them. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> but he thinks that they made the wrong choice. And Tyreek and Abby both kind of speak up that it isn't about characters in the villa. And it's clear that they don't agree. And at the very least, Abby does not want Mitch there. She wants Mitch gone. I I want her gone, dude. (laughs) I want... Listen, both of those couples are the next to go. The two, Mitch and Ella B and Scott and Abby. And at this point, with the Scott fangirls, I do think that Mitch and Ella B may go before them. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is what it is. Because, again, we like Scott... uh, but I think that like he's been, you know, vindicated or whatever it is that he needed to right, do. Right, he got his one revive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so the boys and the girls separate to talk more about the choices. And on the girls' side, Whitney says that she thought really hard about the situation, and she said um, she would not be true to herself or her way of thinking if she dismissed Mitch and Ella B only because the amount of time that they've had together. And Abby, of course, brings up Mitch saying it wouldn't work on the outside with Ella B, which, to be fair, he did say. Mm-hmm. And no one here is disputing that. <laughs> and no one here is defending Mitch. No, I'm not defending any of I want both of those couples to leave. I think everyone needs a nap. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. That's nap time in the villa. We are. I mean, we said this the last two seasons. We did. When you get this far in, people start getting real fussy. Yeah, real, real fussy. They've been together for almost eight weeks straight at this point. That's two months without knowing the fucking time, <laughs> and they just talk to these people. Like that's all they do. That's all they do is sit. They bake in the sun and they talk to each other. So I get it. I would be sick to fucking death of being around the same people all the time. Especially if one of them's fucking Mitch, dude. <laughs> and Abby. We were sick of Mitch in week two. Yeah, he came around ironically for a little bit. But guess what? <laughs> now he's back to being a fucking doofus. And dude. what did we say? We liked him best when he was feeling real small. Mm-hmm. And he does not feel small any longer. No, he's a little too big for his breeches. Mm-hmm. And Abby also says that Ellaby um says she came in only for mitch but was quick to pull tyreek and talk about their history and be flirty with him which is again also true i'm but not it's also def- they've only had one chat yeah but again here's the thing i 
I don't think it's like only one chat because Ella was like she just wanted to be with Mitch. You know what I mean? That's right. not what happened here. Um, it was very clear Tyreek wasn't turning his head. I think. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't care about any of these people being right in this situation. These two couples, I don't care about any of them being <laughs> right. Um, so it doesn't matter to me. And Molly tells Whitney that she has done her a favor because she's been struggling seeing Katie in the villa after the kisses that she had with Zach, which is funny. I think it broke the tension for Whitney a little bit, who was feeling like a little on the back foot. Yeah. And again, like she had to like stand up and defend her point um, or her decision. Uh, so I think it broke the tension a little bit because she she was able to laugh about Molly being like, well, you did me a favor. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but Whitney, at the end of it, says that she stands by her choice, which, in my opinion, is just what she needs to do. Right. right. She just needs to say, like, I stand by it. Listen, it was my decision. It wasn't easy. I think that's where it should have ended. Um, on the boys chat, Tyreek says that he used the wrong words before and it's not that they made the wrong choice. He's like, but did you really look at this from like a love angle and not just a character thing? Um, not to mention Mitch was just changing his mind like six times in a day. Mm -hmm. And Mitch acts like it's absolutely ridiculous that Tyreek would like speak up against him in this situation. We see Jess and Sammy chat very briefly. Molly comes to sit over next to them and Jess and Sammy say it's nice to finally not be in the bottom as a couple because this is like their first time. So they are they are very excited about it. And then we see a chat with Mitch and Tyreek. Yeah. And there's a couple of funny things about this chat. <laughs> very funny, honestly. Because the first thing that Mitch <laughs> tried was like, listen, when I came back, I wanted to see two people. Daddy Zach. And Uncle Ty. I only wanted to see I you guys. only wanted to see you guys. In a and very you, hard day. And then you said this. And it made me feel like we're best buds in the whole world. And Ty was like, don't act like you and I have the same relationship <laughs> that you and Zach have. I know. It's like, don't pretend. And he's like, no, really, I did. And then he also said, all day, I've been annihilated by cream pies. <laughs> yep. And now I'm just mad that you didn't submit my application <laughs> for love island that could have been me being annihilated by cream pies i want to get annihilated by cream pies could have been you although that hasn't happened on usa so we it were shipping you off already. to mallorca mallorca <laughs> uh tyreek apologizes again and says he used the wrong words but he does say you putting Zach and I on the same level in terms of friendship is quite frankly not true. <laughs> uh, and they move past it. It Honestly, it's clear to me that Tyreek does not care enough for this to be an issue. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He does not care. Next, we see a chat between Abby and Ella B. And it's annoying right up front. It's annoying. Um, Ella B says that she did not appreciate Abby's comment at the fire pit and she should not have been made to feel unwelcome coming back to the villa. Um, Abby says that she was just agreeing with Tyreek's comment about it being the wrong choice. And Abby says she feels like the stronger couple should be here. And she says, that's not you guys. You guys aren't the stronger couple between Katie and Uzi and you and Mitch. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Both of these people, both of those points are, are fair points. Mm -hmm. 
I hate them. The people. The points or the people? The people. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to see two awful people having a valid argument anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get them off my screen. Get them out of here, dude. Oh, my God. They will be. I know. Let's try to enjoy them for now. All right. Let's do our best. Continue. <laughs> um, Abby says, again, that Mitch has said in his own words that him and Ella B will not work outside the villa. Mitch overhears and calls her a liar and says that he never said that, which, again, is just not true. We'll roll the tapes, babes. Roll the tapes, babe. <laughs> That's what he does. He mocks her right after she says it. Yeah. So weird. And we see Mitch and Ella both kind of dogpile on Abby. It's kind of like both of them against her at this point, just calling her a liar and saying that she's bitter Asking her why she cares. And here's the thing. You all care or else you wouldn't be doing this. So don't be like, why do you care so much? You guys also care. You all care. That's why you're there. That You know what? That's a great point for all three of these episodes. <laughs> why are you pretending like you don't care? Because everyone cares about everything. You care. And hey, again, these are the only people you've been with for the last however many weeks. Mm-hmm. It's okay to care. It's literally all you have to care <laughs> it's about. It's all you can do at this if point. If you don't care, you're a, a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Everyone cares about this situation. Um, Abby does apologize if she made Ella feel unwelcome because that was not her intention. And I do believe that. Again, I don't love any of these people, but I believe that Abby's intention was not to make Ella B feel unwelcome. I do think she wanted Mitch to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want them to be there because she wanted Mitch gone. But I don't think she was trying to make Ella B feel uncomfortable or unwelcome. Um, Ella B is clearly still upset. Scott comes over at one point and he is like, listen, she apologized for the comments. So let's move on. Which is right. like the best thing anybody could have said in that situation. Mm-hmm. And we see a bunch of Islanders now sitting around saying that Abby said a comment similar to why are you still here in regards to Ella B, which we didn't see her say that. So I don't know what they're talking about unless it was an unaired comment, which I can't imagine they wouldn't air if she said something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what she said from what we saw was in response to Ty's comment and saying that she agrees it's not it shouldn't be a character thing. Right. It's and also annoying. A couple. It's also really annoying that Abby's whole argument was I was just agreeing with Ty. Like Ty said it, I disagreed with it. Well, I That's think it's kind her, of the same thing, babes. Absolutely it is. I think her point is and I think what she thinks is her defense here is that like she didn't bring it up. You know what I mean? She just chimed in. That's not Like a I defense. didn't start it. No, but I th- I think I mean We didn't start the fire. Yeah. It was always burning. It was always since the burning. world's been turning. <laughs> We could do a Love Island version of that. It'd probably be so fun. Yeah. We can call Fall Out Boy. You guys have never gotten to hear our rendition of Ironic about the Ocean Gate submarine. Yeah. It turns and out we should have left it in. It's a part of me that will always be upset that you guys won't get to yeah. hear it, but whatever. Do you know what you guys will get to hear, though? My Spanish accent on Love oh Island God. US. It's just as bad as you think. Is that why you didn't want me to play it or because you thought it was racist? I didn't think it was I don't know if I thought it was racist, but I did think like maybe it was offensive. I don't know. I don't know what's offensive when it comes to mocking another person's speech way of speaking. People are sp- mocking Spanish people for how they talk is the same as like mocking German people for how they talk. Is it? It's just a bunch of white people who sound different. That's all. 
Okay. It's I like, don't know. It's like you're fine with my British accent. They're I mean, I wouldn't neighbors. say I'm fine with it. I have learned to accept it, though. <laughs> you love my British accent. You tell me how good it is every I, day. I like your Australian one. All right. <laughs> you sound like Jordan. Jordan. Just a sparky. I like the boonda. <laughs> okay, let's move on. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Ella does stand up for Abby, and this isn't the last time she does. Uh, I think Ella doesn't like to see the dog piling so much because I get it. Abby's like insufferable in this situation in particular. Um, but I do appreciate the fact that Ella doesn't let her be. Has the she only. ever been sufferable? I don't. Yeah. I guess in Casa. Yeah. Well, the second I mean, that bitch walked through the doors, <laughs> I kind of liked the two of them together when it when there wasn't any like outside nonsense. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. before she cared about getting to know Scott and before uh, Ella B came in, because I thought they were just kind of weird and I thought they were like a fun weird together. So I didn't. She was sufferable then. Okay. Which sounds like a weird thing. It sounds like a bad thing, but whatever. Uh, but Ella stands up for Abby and says that she didn't say what she said out of nowhere and Whitney says that Abby's intention behind the comment came from a place about being bitter about Mitch Um, and she says that just exactly as she sees it and she has no emotions about it not even slightly and I had written here at one point, I think I deleted it or it was somewhere else, but I was like, when did Whitney become a god? Because <laughs> she like almost feels like she's floating through this episode. Yeah. Not I mean, because of this, we'll get into the smugness, not because of like the whole smug thing. She just like seems like she's on a different plane. You she, know what I mean? She feels like a god in the same way that Dr. Manhattan. Who's that? Feels like a god. He's the the, the blue guy with the big penis from The Watchmen. <laughs> never seen that i don't know i don't know in like not a super good way okay i still love her she's the still my favorite a lot. <laughs> um and next we see abby and whitney chat and i didn't like this chat yeah i didn't like it at all uh abby explains again that in her from her point of view she was just agreeing with tyreek's comment and that's what she was trying to say and whitney tells her that when you voice your opinion you need to be ready for people to respond back and like i love whitney so much but like whitney that's like what's happening here and like you you made your choice based on your opinion and people are responding to it and like you don't need to go around like trying to fix it with everybody i guess is how i feel yeah I don't I don't know if it, that's necessarily relevant. I think honestly Whitney at this point came out scot free because it uh, scot free you guys. Uh because it's <laughs> it is moved past the choice at this point. You know what I mean? I think she's trying to make this more of the thing so she doesn't have to deal with the choice. Yeah, maybe. And Whitney says to Abby that it feels like all of this comes from bitterness towards Mitch. And she says, that's not her opinion. That's a fact. And I would be very, like, I don't know. I can't deal with people trying to tell me how I feel. Mm -hmm. So just watching it was very difficult. Again, even though I love Whitney, someone doing that is, like, very 
and she d- triggery. There's and there's ugh, Winnie. <laughs> the next few episodes, it's she loved. I think she, the smugness did get a little a little bit to her head in yeah. the fact that she does the thing that like manosphere podcasts do. <laughs> oh my god! And when like they get. They can yell at these women, but when these women start yelling at them and they get angry at them, mm. they act like, Very I'm not calm. getting mad. It's just a fact. Yeah. Like, no, you're acting emotionally, and she pretends like she's not. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? Abby keeps trying to tell her, no, it is your opinion that what I'm saying comes from bitterness, but I, the person who is having said feelings, is telling you that it doesn't. And I, quite frankly, just don't appreciate the way Winnie handles this. And it isn't because I agree with Abby. Um, I don't know. It was just very frustrating to watch. And Whitney tells her that, of course, out of everyone, Ella B is going to be more sensitive to Abby's comment because of the situation that they've been in. And if Abby's going to act like, why me? Then that is daft of her. I haven't seen. I don't remember seeing her be like, why me? So I guess I don't know what she means. I think she just means that, like, this conversation started with her complaining about, like, why everyone is blowing up at her. Maybe. I And Whitney says that Ella B does not want to hear her opinion because it's her. And I'm sorry, but Ella B pulled Abby to talk about the situation. So what do you mean yeah, she... Yeah, but she didn't pull her to... No, Ella B pulled Abby after she gave her opinion. Yeah. And she, her, but the you reason can't for say her that she it, doesn't care about it. They, again, they all care about the yeah, situation. But no one at this point said she didn't care about it. What? What do you mean, what? <laughs> what, what did you happening? say? I said, because no one has, has accused anyone of not caring about it. That's what she's saying. She's saying that Ella B doesn't want to hear it from her. Not that she doesn't care. It's the fact that. Her out of all people. Yeah. The person who has caused all the drama between her and Mitch. Not true. Abby's caused all that? No, no, no. Mitch caused it, obviously. (laughs) But what I'm saying is the person who would benefit the most from them going home emotionally, like her enemy in her eyes. Like, why would she want to hear why them being here is wrong? They were in a group. I don't know what to say. They were in a group setting where the every. I mean, Tyreek said his opinion too. What I'm do you not, want? I'm not defending anyone. I'm just saying that's what she was saying by it. Maybe so. Abby gets up and says, "I didn't realize I was not allowed to have an opinion." Um, and I mean, I don't blame her for walking away because none of this conversation wasn't productive. I don't know why it was had. So yeah, I don't know. You can tell Whitney's not going to change her point of view. Right. You know what I mean? She doesn't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, and then next is bedtime and in the dressing room, all of the girls are like, I don't know why Abby won't admit that she's still into Mitch and that she's bitter. And God, I know it probably seems like I am like defending Abby, but like what kind of girl would want to admit that she's feeling bitter about a guy who treated her like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like they should be able to like, listen, see it for what it is. I do think she's bitter. Right. I mean, Mm. I, I think that's like so painfully obvious that she's bitter but like do you have to keep pointing it out i guess yeah i don't (laughs) again they're in there by themselves they have nothing but this yeah so yeah and ella is just like listen 
Abby is happy with Scott, and I don't want to speak about their drama anymore. Leave it alone. And I wish I'd... that they would. Yeah. I don't I I wish that everyone would leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want everyone to leave. I still like some of them. Yeah, but they can win. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's just do the finale now is what I'm saying. I know. These last few weeks are so tough. Mm-hmm. These last like this last week and a half is always like the worst of it. Um <laughs> Jess tells Whitney that she was only voted favorite because everyone loves Lockin. And Whitney's like, "Well, at least I didn't have to carry Sam." <laughs> is funny Whitney's so quick with these things I know that I'm like how long have you been thinking that Whitney <laughs> forever <laughs> um and Abby tells Ella B that she's happy for her and Mitch and um she says that she wants them to all move forward and Ella says that's all she wanted was to squash it so let's just be squashed can we mm, nope actually we cannot <sighs> it will be brought up again damn in the morning, we get a few debriefs. Locken says he was feeling really happy to be chosen favorite with Whitney. And he's with someone he really sees a future with. And he can imagine them doing a lot of fun things on the outside. Abby and her group with Ella B are just talking about the same things from the night before. No, Abby and her group and Ella B and her group. They're all talking about the same nonsense from the night before. I can't be fucked with it anymore. Um, and then there's a little bit more recap of the drama between Molly and Zach. And then we see Molly and Zach keeping an awkward amount of space between each other through the day. And Zach says that Molly wants space and that he's trying to stay away. And Molly is seconds later, we're we're seeing her telling people that she does not want space and she wants him to graft for her. Which, again, I mean, it's what she said, that she wanted space. But what can you do? And she she even says, like... I might have told him that I want space, but if he gives me space, I'm going to be pissed. Hey, that's yeah. stupid. <laughs> hey, the thing you're saying is stupid. <laughs> um, we see Abby and Scott. Scott says that her and Mitch should have a conversation at some point to clear the air. Please, God, no. There's no reason for that. <laughs> um, and she says that she's trying to make Ella feel comfortable again. Ella B. And talking to her and, like, complimenting her and just, like, trying to be normal with her. And she's like, it's not really working. Like, it's not back to normal. And she does the thing, again, where she's like, oh, but me trying to make her comfortable makes me uncomfortable. But someone has to be uncomfortable. Oh, did she say that? Yeah. (laughs) How noble. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. A martyr complex, too. That's so cool. (laughs) You're the whole package. Crazy eyes. (laughs) <laughs> no boundary respect in a martyr <laughs> complex. Who are you, my freaking uh-huh. ex? I don't Ooh. have an ex like that. <laughs> <laughs> take my wife. Please, take her. You know <laughs> what I mean? Totally. Um, anyways, uh, next we see Molly is in like the pool lounging, and Zach comes over and asks if she needs a drink. And she says yes, though she doesn't, just because she, she wants she's him like, to do I something. Even, I, I don't even need a drink. I just want him to give me one. <laughs> He brings her water and tells her that he's not ignoring her. He's like, listen, space is good, and we'll talk tonight. And she's instantly like, listen, I can talk whenever. It's up to you. And he's like, oh, I thought you wanted space. She's like, no, I don't want space. But he's like, okay, we'll we'll talk later. We'll talk tonight. And she wants to talk, like, right away. So She's too much. 
And Zach then goes to talk to Mitch and he says he doesn't want to pull Molly to chat yet because there will be an air of seriousness. There probably will either way, but okay. Um, he talks about how beautiful she is. Nah, but you do look good though. And he says that she has done his nut in and that he's in a sticky I've one. done my nut in today. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Come on, Bowie. Give me a high five. He's asleep. Bowie's asleep, guys. Um, and he says he's in a sticky one. A sticky, sticky nut. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's husband just laughed upstairs. (laughs) And then Mitch asks him uh, if he feels... Nah, but you do bust nuts, though. (laughs) Mitch asks him if he feels like this chat will push things into the boyfriend-girlfriend territory. And Zach's like, can I tell you something? And he's like... Just between me and you. He's like, obviously. And I was like, do not, Zach, no. It's fine because he doesn't really say anything. Because I, I think he realizes. He just says, I want to make sure we get through this. That's what he said. I think he was going to say something like, I'm going to ask her my boyfriend or girlfriend or tell her I love her or something. Yeah. And then he realized who he was talking to. Because <laughs> Mitch was already like salivating yeah. at the thought. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hold on. Let me touch the sides of my glasses and adjust my pen in my pocket. Go ahead, Zach. <laughs> I weren't recording. <laughs> you weren't? That's how he that's how he talks. Hmm. I weren't. Right. Um <laughs> and then it's night and Tyreek is planning a special night for Ella. <gasps> oh my so, gosh. I know, I know. So he asks some people to help him. We see him making chocolate covered strawberries while people are getting ready and he's getting kind of all set up. He's a silly guy, though. Okay, when you he's make a silly guy, when though. you make chocolate covered strawberries, you keep the top. Okay, Chef so, Brendan. I mean, it's not just Chef Brendan; it's two ingredients. <laughs> Everyone's seen chocolate covered strawberries. Though. You keep this the leaves on top, yeah. so you have something to grab onto, not only right. to dip but then to eat. Right. This guy chops off the tops and just tries to use like three forks <laughs> Is that what to he like doing? To roll them. It's, it looks like cat shit on a plate, but. Yeah, and we don't see we see this plate like three different times. We don't see a single one eaten. Yeah, because they looked awful. I wanted one. Okay, sorry. They look great. That's fine. <laughs> it, they didn't have to look great. I knew what they were, so I wanted one. Mm. After the cheers, Ty sits with Sammy and Zach, and he says that he is one hundred percent in love with Ella, and tonight is the night he's telling her. Finally, he tells them what he needs from them. I don't know. She had to have heard. Man, I don't know. <laughs> oh, because you know what was weird, too? Mm-hmm. The one chat between Ella B and Abby the night before, right? I had right? Ne- I'd never seen this in Love Island before. When two people are having chats on, like, the sun deck, and then people are listening over in the day beds and mm-hmm. responding. That was, like, weird. We've seen people, like... When Mitch was yeah, calling over? When when Mitch was like, that, I've never said that a day in my life. Mm-hmm. That was just like a weird sort of like. Mitch knew he he wanted, he knew he would have something to say. He wanted to be just with an earshot. He wasn't even sitting and talking to anybody else. That's how you knew he, he was, was waiting. He was sitting next to someone. but He wasn't even talking to anybody. He was, yeah, he was just. Because like we've seen waiting. people like, do they think we can't hear them or something? Right. But I've never seen someone like, hey, no. 
And then jo- it was weird. I don't yeah, know. It it's felt funny. kind of like um like a stage play. Yeah, well it's funny you say that because Leah has been posting a lot of TikToks answering some questions about like being in the villa. And somebody had said something about like when you get a text, like, can everybody hear? Like sometimes you're shouting across the villa and she's like, Yeah, almost from anywhere you're sitting, you can hear every conversation everyone else is having. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so uh, so Ty tells the boys what he needs. He needs two bean bags, orange and pink. Those are the ones he Preferably. wants. Preferably. Those are the ones he wants. And he says to set them up in front of the villa with the strawberries he made. He says, put out some rose petals. He doesn't question where they're going to get these. He just says, put them out. <laughs> it's in the, it's in the little gift bag that Callum left. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, do you remember when we were think when, uh, Australia was happening and, Austin got these like real rose petals when he was setting up something for Claudia. Yeah, so we got fake ones. And Mitch and Callum spent like half of a day cutting out fake rose petals from red colored paper. Like, where'd they get the paper and scissors? I don't know. That's probably harder to find the fucking rose petals in a villa. You would think. Um, so they come up with a whole plan and Sammy helps to get Ella in place. So they get Ella distracted and then they have a signal when it's all ready and Ty is sitting and talking to Ella and uh, Sammy and Zach are like running around getting it. And you see, so Sammy is supposed to let him know that it's ready by giving him a signal, by looking at him a certain way. And it's the weirdest most it's i don't even know how to explain how it looks he looks over at ty and he nods as he's like walking through i don't even know what it is you know where the yeah, like the entrance where like area. the lattice is kind yeah. of and he like he nods at him and then he like like just like turns so unnaturally yeah like he just got powered he, on he was kind of making me laugh this whole time <laughs> yeah sammy has been very likable through all this i'll be honest wow really okay Oh God! Do I am I forgetting something? Through through what? How? What through is this your time episode? Frame? Oh, through this episode, yeah. When it's not about Jess, yeah, sure. Oh God, what am I forgetting? You're not forgetting anything. We'll get there. I just don't believe a fucking shitty fucking shits, dude. Oh, the shitty shits. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe it. Um. So Tyreek tells Ella to come with him, and he takes her to the beanbag set up at the Heart Arch, where they have everything put out. He tells her how he didn't expect to meet someone who he connects with so much and how it's not been easy, but they've worked through everything together. And he says that he doesn't know he was capable of having these feelings and he can't wait for them to have a future together. And then he says, I love you. And Ella is like, obviously, immediately so happy. She, We've said this before. She is not one to hide her emotions well. No, not at all. So her fucking big old cheeser comes out. Yeah. <laughs> um, he cheers to them being in love. Although I was like noticing at this point, I was like, wait, she hasn't said it back yet. But he like cheers to them saying that they're in love. Um, and then she does eventually say it. And everyone is over the moon. So excited for them when they walk back in the villa. And episode 46 opens right after Ty's declaration to Ella. And they sit together to talk about how happy they are how in love with each other they are. Ella says that Tyreek has all the qualities she looks for in someone. 
And Tyreek says pretty much the same thing. And he says that Ella is his first love at 24. And he hopes she is his last. That's a sweet thing to say. Yeah. You're so jaded at this point. Uh, yeah. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I am. I was going to try to defend myself, but no, you're right, I am. No, we always get to that place. I'm just trying I'm trying but to it's also stay like, more posy. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You see my knuckle tats? What does it say? Well, it says stay true, but mm. posy, posy was like the cool youth pastor version of Straight Edge. <laughs> uh, next, we see Zachariah pull Molly to chat, and Zach says that even though he hated it, he feels like... They needed the space. He's like, but we're never doing space again, though. Uh, Which is, like, weird. <laughs> no, he's like, I want to go through things together. Instead, I want to work through them together. You can give someone space and then still work through it. You should, actually. I, that's healthy. Yeah. yeah you should Read a book about it, idiot. <laughs> so Zach says that he was wrong by hearing her, but not really listening to her. And that he's just wanted to hug her and say everything is okay. And Molly says that she would have liked that. And why would she want space from the person that she's trying to work things out with? Because you asked for it. I know. Zach almost starts to laugh at her again at this point. You can see him, like, get so close to almost snickering. Uh, but instead... I was he... right there with him, though. Yeah. But instead, he just apologizes and says he will do better next time. I've never literally seen someone bite their tongue. I know. <laughs> Until today. And they, we see that they have, like, a little secret handshake thing that they do. Mm-hmm. which was kind of cute you've been trying to get me to do a secret handshake for a while everyone else in my life does it my boss will do this handshake i don't like it okay guys guys at home here's how you do we'll just show we can just just do a video of you doing it with somebody else yes okay that's fine so follow us on instagram at not friendship island pod and you will see the official not friendship island <laughs> no, pod handshake it's not the infi it's handshake official. because i won't do it that's because you're a party pooper. I just don't like it. It makes me feel weird. Oh, why is this party all poopy? <laughs> is Sarah here? Oh, my God. You're a party pooper. That's so mean. You won't do the thing. So? This is the party. That's so That's mean. That's the poop. I can't believe you said this to me. <laughs> you just admitted it. She admitted I admitted that I don't want to do it. I didn't admit that I'm a party pooper. It's a mean thing to say. I wouldn't say that about you. Because I'm the life of the party, baby. <laughs> yeah, but you don't even like to be at the party. That's true. <laughs> so Okay, I'm sorry. I take it back. Thank you. Can we move past? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. Okay. <laughs> right, you're fine. Next, we see um, Scott and Abby chat, and they say that they had a good day, and they're happy with where they are at for the moment. Abby says that people can see they're compatible, but if she's talking about the audience, she's confused. Those are those those votes are Scott's votes. They're not for her or for them collectively. Those are Scott's votes. Mm-hmm. Did, can people see that he and Amber were <laughs> right? <laughs> At bedtime, there's nothing much of note that happens, and in the morning, weirdly, Abby no <laughs> Abby asks if some of the girls have noticed the PDA with her and Scott like no they're not just sitting around there watching you guys have pda or not have pda no one is noticing um and there's also like weird flex but okay i know um nothing really new from the debriefs 
we see Sammy, Jess, Tyreek, and Ella are all in the day beds. And Sammy drops after Jess steps away to Tyreek and Ella that he thinks he is in love with Jess as well. And that <laughs> it's very scary. Oh, my God. I know. Abby says to Whitney that she is really happy with Scott so far and that he is different than the normal kind of person she goes for because he's so low key. She says she normally goes for somebody who's like a little bit more out there, i.e. Mitch. Uh, But the sexual tension is there. And Whitney says to be careful with her heart and protect herself. We also see Lachlan talking. This is the same woman, by the way, that was like, Scott will never date you. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I honestly don't blame her for thinking that, though. No, yeah. Because everyone was like, Scott's a man of principle. He would never go back there. What else is he going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else is he going to do? Of course he will go back there. I think, I think honestly, if the if the season ended last week, it could be like, here are your finalists. Ty and Ella, Zach and Molly. Uh, Whitney and Lockin and Scott, and then <laughs> and Scott, and then he might win, <laughs> <laughs> just on his own. Yeah. And then we see Lockin talking to some of the guys, and he says that Whitney has been asking him a lot if he's closed off, which is kind of crazy this far along. I mean, granted, they only started from Casa, but considering where everyone else is at, I was honestly surprised that it hadn't already been established that way. Um, And he says he just wants to be 100% and he wants to make it special when they do that. And then Ella gets a text and it is time for the couple goals game. Uh Uh-oh. You guys ready for the main storyline this week? (laughs) So Sammy and Jess are hosting and it's not the normal like ranking game where they do like a first, second and third place. Mm -hmm. This is like which couple is this and everyone gets a chance to vote. So the first one is which couple is the most argumentative? Um, and everybody v- votes for Ty and Ella, except for Ty and Ella who vote for Jess and Sammy. <laughs> which both of those are fair. Yeah. Um, for some reason, when Scott and Abby vote Ty and Ella, Ty claps back and is like, at least I'm with somebody I actually care about. Again with this fucking thing with Scott, dude. Yeah. I, I mean... Scott has mostly been immune to the Tive mind, so part of me was like, I wonder if he doesn't like that Scott doesn't like buy into his bullshit that he has spun in the past so easily. But Maybe. I honestly don't know because like everyone said them and everyone kind of said the exact same thing. You guys can argue about anything type of thing. And like mm-hmm. none of it was like that deep. But for some reason Ty's just on his bullshit this week. Yeah, he kind of is. He's got to argue with someone, and since things are going good with Ty and Ella, yeah. he's kicking off with other people. The next one is, what couple has the least sexual tension? Mitch and Ella say Lachlan and Whitney because they don't do any kind of PDA. Mm-hmm. And this is the first uh, time Lachlan and Whitney are voted for anything. And I feel like she gets like a little bit more uh guarded almost like every time prickly mm-hmm. i guess um Did i say smug no i wouldn't say smug for this but <laughs> uh ella and ty vote for mitch and ella b 
And Ty says that Mitch obviously wants to rip off Ella's clothes, but he doesn't know if it's reciprocated or not. Molly and Zach vote for Lockin and Whitney for the same reason as what Mitch said. And Whitney kind of like under her breath to Lockin goes, that's not what the public thinks, which is that a, is that's a little smug. bit of a smug thing to say. Mm. Yeah. Funny how that works. Abby and Scott say Jess and Sammy because of Sammy saying multiple times <laughs> through this show that Jess is not his type. Um, And they are all kind of like they all like laugh about it and they're like that has nothing to do with chemistry. But uh, just... This is the man who needs to kiss someone to know if he wants to speak to them. <laughs> I think I it mean, has a little bit to do with chemistry. And also it was sexual tension first of all. And honestly, to be fair, Sammy would stick his dick in anything. So. Yeah, he has one chemical in his body, and it's bonerium. <laughs> bonerium? Because he's busting boneers, dude. Damn. <laughs> um, Whitney and Lockin vote for Mitch and Ella B. Because she says Mitch will go with any blonde. But Ella B came in for Tyreek. And Mitch is like, well, then why didn't she take Ty on a date? And Whitney's like... Because Ty's in a strong couple. And Mitch says, well, I was in a strong couple. And Whitney's <laughs> like, clearly not. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so. What is going on in his fucking head, dude? I don't know. I feel like his memories are just like... <laughs> how he remembers things are like the AI recreations of like Batman in Wes Anderson style. And like that's just how his memories are. What? I'm confused by that. I don't think I can explain it better. I'm certain. But it feels right. (laughs) All right. I believe you. I'll buy into a feeling. But I mean, this is also like Whitney can be savage, right? She says what she thinks. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how she is. And she can very much dish it. But we do see a problem with her taking it this week. Yeah. She is a waitress, not a busboy. Right. I'll say that. And Jess and Sammy vote for Whitney and Locken. Um, and they say compared to the uh, the other couples, the PDA is just not strong. And the next one is what couple are the biggest attention seekers? And it's kind of a split between Jess and Sammy and Ty and Ella. And for Jess and Sammy, the people who vote for for them just kind of say they're the loudest in the villa. Their fights and their tantrums are always very, like, dramatic. And for Ty and Ella, Abby and Scott vote for them. And they and Scott says that when Ty used to get bored in the villa, he would argue with Ella for fun, <laughs> it seemed like. And two other people vote for Ty and Ella for their arguments for the same deal. But yeah, one of them was just like... At one point, you guys were arguing, and Ella was like, don't make a scene. And he was like, but I want to make a scene. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's fair, actually. (laughs) But Ty seems like he gets pissed when Abby and Scott vote for him. He just doesn't like Scott. I know. He never has, and he never will. That's true. He really never has. Um, And then we have, what couple is the most one-sided? Mitch and Ella B vote for Abby and Scott. And she says, Abby was happy with Mitch, but now Ella stole him. So it's one-sided. 
I guess. Ty and Ella vote for Mitch and Ella B. And Ella says Ella B went for the easier option. And Ella B says, well, if it was about easier options, I would have gone for Scott, who was single. And Ella says, well, Scott was not on it. And Scott then says, did I ever even pull you for a chat? She says, no. And he shrugs like, okay, then maybe I wasn't the easier option. Be careful what you say to him. The fangirls are strong. Mm -hmm. They're so, so strong. Molly and Zach vote for Mitch and Ella B as well. And Zach, weirdly enough, thinks that Ella B is more into Mitch, which I don't think anybody else looks at it that way. I mean, it's kind of a fair point. Because, well, I mean, I think she wants to be in a couple with him really bad. I, I know, don't think but she likes like, <laughs> you can be like, hey, Mitch, who do you want? Ella B. I'm sorry, who? I didn't hear you. I want Abby. <laughs> right. Yes, that whole that old chestnut. And so I mean, you could say, in that regard, maybe, maybe so. Yeah, I guess I could see that. And then Abby and Scott, who obviously vote for Mitch and Ella B, and we get just another, just another tiff between them. And Scott brings up that it wasn't until he recoupled with Abby and told Mitch that he was going to give it another go that Mitch decided that Ella B was the way to move forward. And Mitch is like, I could have gotten Abby back after that recoupling if you wanted to, if I wanted to. And Scott's like, you may well could have, but as soon as you saw us together, it got to you and it got to you bad. And that's kind of true. Yeah. Again, no one is, no one is coming out of this looking good. Yeah. No one was going into this looking good. True. But it only um, gets worse from here, folks. <laughs> Whitney and Lockin say Scott and Abby. And Whitney says that Abby really likes Scott, but Scott is not as into her yet as she is into him. And Scott honestly has no comeback to this. He just kind of agrees. So, I mean, like, what can you do? Does, does he agree or does he not say anything? Um. Well, here's the thing. He doesn't have a comment. And then Whitney's like, well, if Scott doesn't have a comment, then he agrees with me. And he just kind of shrugs. <laughs> he is good as agrees, I feel yeah, like. He, he is. Or at the very least, he understands why she sees it that way. I think. Right. And then Jess and Sammy also vote for Abby and Scott. And Sammy says, Abby is into Scott. But when they chat together, you don't really see Scott, like, reciprocating anything. He just kind of, like, nods along and he doesn't seem like he cares. Which is tough and will inevitably (laughs) just eat at Abby. (laughs) I know. For what couple is the most unlikely pairing, everyone votes for Molly and Zach, including Molly and Zach. because Because they just love it. Well, they say Molly is a farm girl and Zach's a city boy, I guess. Next is what couple is the most smug? Uh-oh. This is a whole thing, but let's go through it. Mitch and Ella B vote for Whitney and Locken because they were voted as favorites. <clears throat> Tyreek and Ella vote for Whitney and Locken. And Ty says that... She thinks she is with the nice guy, so she's winning. But nice guys can hurt you also, so be careful. 
And Whitney says they are not smug, but humbly confident. Molly and Zach vote for Whitney and Locken as well. And Zach says that when she turned to Locken and says, that's not what the public thought, that was a smug answer. And I'll be goddamned if I don't agree. <laughs> well, then be goddamned. I will. And then Abby and Scott, Whitney and Locken, Sammy and Jess all vote for Zach and Molly. Um, and they pretty much all say because they think that they're too good for the drama. And Zach and Molly, they are not at all concerned about this. They're like, that's fine. We get it. We are better than the drama kind of thing. Yeah. Not, they don't sweat it even slightly. So I just, you know, they got the same Put amount of it. votes as Whitney and Locken, who, again, were voted by more people than just Tyreek and Ella. Right. Yeah, put a pin in it. Pull a pull on <laughs> What'd you say? Pull a pull Is that how I sounded? No. Oh. That's how I sounded when I said <laughs> And then the last one is, what couple is most likely to have their head turned? And... I mean, this is exactly the split that you think it is. Half the people vote for Abby and Scott, actually more than half. And a few vote for Mitch and Ella B. So Mitch and Ella B obviously vote for Abby and Scott because of Abby bouncing between the boys pretty much, you know, which is pot, kettle, black, you know, you get the whole thing. Ty and Ella also vote Abby and Scott, and they still think that Abby has a thing for Mitch. Molly and Zach also Abby and Scott. And that they are together because their other situations did not work out. And then we get to Abby and Scott, who vote for Mitch and Ella. And Scott says, when asked, Ella B did not say Mitch was her type. And to this, I got kind of confused because he was like, when we chatted and I asked about your type, you didn't describe Mitch or something like that. And I'm like, okay, did you chat with her or did you not? Because like a second ago, you're like, did we ever chat ever? (laughs) It just confused me. Yeah. Uh, And then Mitch kind of kicks up and Scott says the only reason no one got to know Abby originally in Casa was because Mitch had been single for three weeks and people felt bad for him. He's so funny when he like turns it on. Who? Scott? Scott. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Uh, It's always a little bit weird. Mitch says he's happy and Abby and Scott are fake. And Scott says, well, what happened three days ago when you said you wanted Abby back in the bedroom with the boys? And Mitch says, okay, well, Abby told me that she has no chemistry with you and that you guys are, like, only friends. And Abby's like... Abby said you have a small dick. (laughs) Um, And then the two couples, they really just bicker back and forth about who wanted who, who turned who, who down. And it was annoying and it was hard to follow and, like, basically... They both just did that for it's a just, while. Yeah, it's Until just it was a, over. It's a rehash of last episode. Yeah, exactly. But with uh, chalkboards in their hands. Right. And then Whitney and Locken vote for Scott and Abby. And they think that there are still feelings for Mitch after two weeks. And they're like, feelings don't just go away. And Abby says, when I get treated badly, like the way that Mitch treated me, the way Mitch talked to me, they do go away. Um, and Locken says, again, that it's their opinion, that there are still feelings there. It's just my opinion! <laughs> and he is there for their conversations and that Abby just talks and Scott just nods his head. And I wonder if the way that they're, like, 
so certain, right, that there are still feelings there on Abby's side for Mitch. Do they think Mitch still has feelings for Abby? Because their thing here is they're like, it's been two weeks and feelings don't just go away. Well, I think they're saying because Mitch was the one that walked away that maybe it's different. Right. But you think so? I think (laughs) I think Mitch doesn't know what he's doing at any given time. (laughs) And I think Abby still has feelings for her fucking 14 year old boyfriend when (laughs) when she was in middle school. She does admit later that she has some problems kind of with attachments to people, which is, you know, blatantly obvious. But thanks for bringing it up, Ab. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then lastly, Jess and Sammy vote for Mitch and Ella B because Ella B turned Mitch's head. So would somebody else? Yeah, somebody else would. And that's the end of the game. Wasn't it fun? Uh, I (laughs) was really uncomfortable watching the whole thing. I did appreciate the amount of drama it brought, though. Yeah. It just feels like at this point in the villa, there shouldn't be this much drama. I know. And I like that there is. Am I crazy for saying that? Like, No. No. People are definitely a little bit more settled at this point. Um, but again, I'm still kind of happy it's there. Because we're so bored at this point normally. Yeah. That's a good point. So they're, you know, they're keeping us hooked mm-hmm. at the very least. And then it's nighttime and Showergate happens. So let's get into like what happens and then we'll talk our thoughts on it. Okay. Okay. Which, to be honest, I don't really have thoughts. So <laughs> uh, while getting ready, while everyone's getting ready for the night, we see Ella get into the shower and Whitney gets mad because apparently she had been waiting to get in the shower. And once she gets out, Ella's like, I thought you wanted to get in. And Whitney's like, well, I started doing other stuff. I did. I had to wait. So I did things backwards. And my literal only point about what you call Showergate is that besides the whole hot water heater thing, which maybe that's the whole thing for you. I really don't know. But my thought is that they probably like people in this villa probably have arguments like this literally all the time. Yeah. There's one bathroom, one shower besides that outdoor shower. You know how many times they probably bicker at each other about like who wanted to get in first. That's probably so common. Right. And I get now why we saw it, right? Like why mm-hmm. it mattered. But I bet there that probably happens all the time. I bet it does too. But I also bet that if one person is constantly doing that with everyone, that might be a little selfish. Well, it doesn't seem like she, like no nobody else backs up Ella being selfish through this. Like Jess yeah. and Molly, they're both like, I would never call you selfish. And I'm not saying maybe she maybe she does that every single day. I have no idea. I'm just saying we don't hear anybody else back up that. We do see. Remember that we talked about this last episode, the the whole move so I can do my makeup where you are. That's kind of like a selfish thing. Maybe. I think it was more like a power move to try to make Ella B feel some kind of like imbalance you know what i mean yeah but, but way, i think it feels could... like a selfish thing so you think ella is selfish i bet she's a little selfish well i think everyone is a little selfish yeah i mean but to be fair to i don't you... think she's the most selfish person that anyone's <laughs> ever met but to, to be fair to you you did say that she had like a big like only child energy from the beginning yeah, she gives me only child energy so and go ahead Listen... on your whole shower thing. okay which I don't think, by the way, I just want to be clear. I don't think any of this matters. 
Uh, that doesn't. Well, don't preface me saying a thing. Okay, <laughs> guys, feel free to hit that 15 <laughs> second skip for a couple times. All I'm saying is, for someone who grew up in a house with a limited amount of hot water, which, according to India, the villas have, or at least the villa that they were in. Well, yeah, considering there's 12 people who have to right. shower, yeah, I absolutely assume it's limited. They will run out of hot water. Yeah, of course. And also, my point, just because it's like <laughs> probably like, if I had to guess, this villa costs like seven, eight million dollars, somewhere in that range. But either the production company owns this house and are, is not putting any substantive money into it because it's literally just a set for a show. Or some rich investor owns the property and is loaning it or renting it out to the studio. And rich investors who own fucking $7 million mansions that they don't live in do not care about updating any sort of appliances. Some of it has to be, though, because think about just having to like have a, like a like a septic system and everything for a toilet that flushes that many times. I think about that all the time. I'm like, they have to have like a really good like septic system or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's gotta be septic because it's not like they're in a a city. Right. So I don't know. So some things probably have to be updated just for a home like that to be able to operate with that many people using. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. But you know, who am I? (laughs) Who am I? Did you forget? Who am I? What the fuck? Where am I? (laughs) What's happening? Okay. that my All my point was that it sucks when you have to take cold showers. That's not a controversial point. You know it. I never said it was a controversial point. Well, why'd you call Why it Showergate? To... Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get some traction on the freaking Instagram. Oh I thought it'd be funny to call it Showergate. I thought it was a goof. Right. Man, I feel like you don't appreciate my goofs. You know that or I gaffs. appreciate your goofs. I don't know what your gaffes are. I don't know what it means. Me neither. Next. <laughs> After we see. It's late, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm... my God. You're right. It's like 11 p.m. I know. Um. After that, we see some of the girls getting ready. And Whitney says something to the effect of they're all like at like the dressing room tables. Like, oh, everyone thinks I'm in a smug couple. So I'm going to stop being humble. And Ella is like, Whitney, why are you acting like this? First of all, I'm sorry. Whitney, I love you. You've never not been smug. You've been smug this whole time. I wouldn't you say think... you're the most smug person I've ever met. <laughs> but you're a smug person. We don't that's work fine. in those extremes. Right. We try not to. <laughs> and that's fine. It's it's barely a character flaw. It's right. just something that you are. <clears throat> But, like, don't act like – she literally said, like, I'm so humble. I'm the most humble person. Yeah. And I was like, that, you, you, that's a cartoon thing that you just said. <laughs> and Ella asks her if she is the youngest in her family. And Whitney says yes. And she's like, yeah, you can really tell. And then Whitney says that I know selfish people when I see them. And you are one of the most selfish people I've ever seen. And Ella says, you talk to me like we're family sometimes, and it's not okay. And I get it. They're they're just bickering like sisters. I mean, right. that's what it is. And I mean, you know, they consider themselves like sisters, I think, at that point. Yeah. Uh, 
man. We'll Whitney, get there. I, I love Whitney. Me too. But she does one of my least favorite things people do. What's that? And that is saying things they don't mean to hurt people when they're mad. And then digging their heels in on it. That's my least, like, I hate when people are like, I'm so, I just say things when I'm mad. That's. I know. You've said that before on the podcast. I hate it. I, I like it's it's just like so inconsiderate and so like self-serving and like self-masturbatory it's awful masturbatory yeah because you're just making someone else hurt so you can feel better wow like that's you know it's just about self-pleasure has nothing to do with the other person and it's fucked yeah and she does this a lot these yeah i was gonna say through these episodes yeah she definitely does next we see mitch and ella b and they say that they need to chat to Scott and Abby, and Ella thinks that they should have it as a group. And I can't imagine anything I'd want to watch less without having this conversation. I know. If I could have just, like, blacked out for these next episodes, I would have been such a happy boy. Yeah. Um, and then we see... Abby saying that she felt really alone in the game. None of the couples really stood up for her and Scott. And Scott says that he is not mugging her off and he does not mind that she like if she like talks a lot or if she talks more in the conversation and he says he still likes her. Abby is like, if we get on well as friends, like I'm okay and understanding if like that's where we leave it. If like that's what you want to do, be just friends, that's okay because I get invested really quickly. And Scott, I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine he means it, but he says he wants to move forward. He's like, no, I really like you. Maybe he doesn't realize the power of his fangirls that he could be in a friendship couple and still probably make it pretty far. But they decide to move forward. Yeah, I don't like what. It's just like, what is she doing? What do you mean? What is she? What do you mean? Why would she bring this up now? Because she she doesn't needs, have Scott immunity. She needs so much reassurance. Whether it is she doesn't like Scott. Who Abby and Scott doesn't like her. This has nothing to do with being in a couple. I think she thinks she likes Scott. She doesn't seem like the you type think of she's person lying who, to herself right now. Maybe. I think she thinks she does. Or that she could. This whole thing is just, like, so confusing <laughs> to me. Yeah. Because it's like, okay. Okay, you guys are friends now. What now, Abby? I don't... You go home? Yeah, well, I mean, I think she probably knows they're not winning. You know what I mean? I don't... I don't know. I don't think she knows that. I think she probably knows that, but I do think that them lasting through this last thing like definitely made her question like what people see i can't imagine she thinks that she's winning and i guess if she says that she is ultimately okay with not winning as long as she doesn't look like more of a mug i feel like for someone with such a victim complex it'd be hard for her to like accept that she's not winning really yeah she doesn't seem like she's in it to win it i don't know what she's in it for we usually don't talk about this from like a game playing aspect because we don't watch the show under that lens, but she doesn't seem like she's at least at this point in it, she doesn't seem like she's here to try to win and make it to the top, but she looks more like she's just trying to protect herself to me and it's making her look like more of an idiot. Yeah, I feel like 
I see it differently. Yeah. You think she's trying to win? I feel like... <laughs> if she is, she's so fucked. <laughs> I I think she thinks she's a way more sympathetic character than she is. Yeah, probably. And so, I like, all these times true. where she pulls these girls and complains about Scott or yeah. Mitch or Whitney or something, like, in her mind, she's like... Yeah, everyone sees how mis- mistreated I am here and, like, how none of these guys graft me f- the the way I deserve. Well. But I don't th- I think anyone sees it like that. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I've had moments where I've, like, felt sympathetic towards her. I've had moments where I felt bad for her, I guess. Yeah. I don't think it's because she deserves anything in particular. Yeah, I don't know. I think she does. I think she feels like that. Well, yeah. No, I agree with that. You know what's awful is we've spent like the last two minutes not saying anything. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> some episodes are going to be so good and you guys are going to laugh your little <laughs> asses off. This is one of them. And then some episodes it, you listen because we uploaded because we said we would. And that's okay. Right? I don't know. Please clap. um next we see ella chatting to tyreek about her fight with whitney and how she questions if whitney is really her friend and then we see ella and tyreek walk by a chat that is being had with jess sammy whitney and Lockin, and they're like they seem very like confused and kind of like caught off guard by the fact that they don't come over and sit with them and Jess yells over to them that they can join their chat. And Tyreek yells back that he does not want to join their convo. And they are being smug. He's saying that about himself and Ella as a mm-hmm. joke, obviously. As a dig, really. So do they or do they not care? You, uh, We've been smug. over this. They all care. They all care. That's a good point. <laughs> do you know what the, the, the thing I hated most about this? What? Is that when he said, ah, we're being smug. That freaking smile <laughs> on Ella's face. Grin. She's like, yeah, my man did that. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, gross, dude. Everyone's gross. Clean yourselves. <laughs> Take a and, bubble bath. And then we see um, the conversation that no one wanted to see. Ella B and Mitch go over to join Scott and Abby. And to be honest, this is not as bad as it could be. Um, Ella says that nothing personal was... Um, nothing was personal in the game that they said to them as individuals, which honestly was wrong, but it doesn't matter. Um, they were definitely both trying to hurt one another. Like that's personal. Yeah. And Scott says we are all in situations we want to be in at the moment. So Abby says that she's bothered that it keeps coming up that people think that there's something still there between her and Mitch and she says that she would never, ever, ever go near him again. She says, honestly, probably even on a friendship level. And Mitch just kind of smiles and nods, uh, which is fine. That's actually the best response he's ever had, ever. Yeah. <laughs> By not responding. <laughs> and Ella says that she does not hold grudges and she wants to move past it. So, again, that's the best conversation these four have ever had. And then we see Ella pulls Whitney and Alice says that it upset her when Whitney called her selfish because she would not talk to a friend like that and it was attacking her character. And Whitney is like, no, I'm not joking, though. Sometimes you are really selfish and self-absorbed. And she brings up the the shower situation and Ella 
and saying that Ella considers herself high priority because she got in the shower first. And again, maybe that is something that is very common. We don't know. Um, and Ella is like, I thought we were friends and now you were coming at me like this for taking a shower. And it feels to me very clear that some parts of this challenge have gotten to Whitney. Yeah. Um, and she says that we are friends, but you voted for me in the challenge and close friends don't do that, which is not so, fair. Kind of an, an admission. Yeah. But she will so say... So put a pin in that. Put a pin, put, put a, go ahead and... Hey, hey, can you do me a favor and find a pin and then put it in that? <laughs> they walk away from this conversation saying they are no longer besties. Or friends at all. I know. Which, again, is one of those things where Whitney does the thing that I just like. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah. That's really hurtful to say. She could not see And she doesn't mean it. Yeah, but she couldn't seem in that moment like she would like she could care less about Ella. You know what I mean? Yeah, she genuinely she does her nonchalance. Like she gives a shit. Yeah, which is we know it's a defense mechanism. We know it's her putting her guard up because she doesn't want to be vulnerable because it, she got her feelings hurt. It doesn't hurt any less to be on the other side just knowing that. You know what I mean? Right. Like I know, but it's just like. Don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't do it to your friend like that. <laughs> don't do it, though. That's what Zach would say. Nah, but you do look like you're gaslighting her, though. <laughs> and then we open on episode 47 right after that argument. And we see Ella telling Tyreek how much Whitney's comment has upset her. And Whitney tells Lockin how Ella was upset about the comment that she made in the dressing room. And she tells Lockett that the <laughs> that the comment was that she was the most selfish person she has ever met. And Lockett's like, why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, Lockett's great. <clears throat> I know. I love him. Whitney says because she does selfish things like the shower situation. And Lockett's like, okay, so it's over a shower. And... Whitney says that the challenge is part of it for voting for them for most smug. Okay, I'm going to need you to find a second pin <laughs> and put it right next to the first pin. <laughs> and Lockin says, okay, so her voting for you hurts because she's like your best friend here. And she almost kind of like scoffs at that. She's like, no, it didn't hurt me, but it's telling. Okay, so you can pull both of those pins out. <laughs> We'll put him back in put later. Put him back in later. <laughs> but keep him, yeah, keep him by. Keep him close. Um, Maybe have like a cute uh, felt tomato that you keep mm, all your pins in. Yeah, a pin cushion. Yeah. And Lockin says he understands and he agrees with her and he says that they have each other. No matter what, in all these conversations that Lockin's involved with, even when you can tell he's like not exactly in agreement with the way Whitney handles something. He always makes sure to tell her that, like, oh, we're fine. We have each other. You still He's have hyper supportive. Yeah, hyper. I do like how she was like, I told her she was the most selfish I've ever met. And he goes, ah, why'd you say that? I know. <laughs> like, ah, oh, man, you know that. <laughs> Back at Ella and Tyreek's chat, Tyreek says that Whitney can banter with anyone, but she can't handle the banter when it's brought to her. And Ella says she never would have voted for Whitney if she thought that she would have acted that way. Which I get. And then Molly and Jess come over to her and they hug her because they overheard the conversation and they feel bad. 
Molly says that Whitney was bringing up things that she shouldn't have brought up. And Jess says that she does not think Ella is selfish in the slightest. And all this, if it's all over a shower, it's very silly. And Ella says if she did this all over a challenge, it just makes her think that Whitney doesn't even like her as a person. Like if she's willing to just kind of throw away their friendship over a challenge. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been that type of person because I have abandonment issues. Thanks, Dad. What type of person? The one who's just, like, willing to cut ties at, like, the slightest slight. I have done that a lot in my life. I know you have. We're different people for sure. Yeah, but it's weird that the people who I refuse to do it with, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the past it's been like, that's like the easiest thing for me. Cut and run. Dang. Different yeah. people. Different strokes imagine? for different folks. Yeah. Next we see Scott. So anyway, the podcast is canceled. I haven't heard from Sarah in two weeks. This is pre-recorded. No, you're one of those people who I could never. <laughs> Good. Start to, to start to, time to start treating you like shit. <laughs> Yeah, time to start, right? Oh, my God. Uh. (laughs) Uh, We see Scott chatting to Tyreek and Sammy about their comments in the game where Tyreek had said, like, the, oh, at least I have someone I care about. And Sammy said something about um, Scott not seeming like he cares about Abby. And he's talking to the wrong people because... Sammy and Tyreek don't care about the situation. They just said what they were feeling. They don't care. They so make Sammy's me like, so mad, dude. Who? Sammy and Ty. Yeah. Honestly. For reasons, we'll put a pin in that for now. Put a pin <laughs> in this conversation for now. Put a because pin in it. Because the way they, what they do is he's like, no, I really do like her. I promise I really like her. And they go, come on. Like, like they one are like trying to like relate to him on like a behind the scenes type of level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I know you're doing this for the camera. Like that's <laughs> that's kind of like where the come on is coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no chance that they're gonna believe him pretty much no matter what they say. Right. And Sammy's like, you guys are a couple of convenience. And listen, we don't even blame you because we would probably do, like, the exact same thing if we were in your position. Then why point it out? <laughs> even if that is true, then yeah. why point it out if you know what he's doing? Right. Because they must. Because that's fucked. <laughs> and, again, just put a pin in this because we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Yeah, they pretty much just walk away saying that it's their opinion and they're not going to change their minds. And then Ella B gets a text that the hideaway is open, and they all choose Sammy and Jess to go to the hideaway. And uh, right before his talking head, he snorts a line of cocaine. <laughs> Sammy. And goes like this with his hair. So yeah. he looks like Nikola Tesla. <laughs> he does look like he has really nice hair. I like the curls. It looks nice. Okay. <laughs> That's all. That's Okay. <laughs> Um, so we see them getting ready to go to the hideaway. Sammy decides to wear the gold hot pants, which were, you know, they remind me of Callum. My Callum's shorts <laughs> off your fucking waist. <laughs> he stuffs a sock in them. 
Can you guys believe that I've been thinking about saying that since I watched the episode six hours ago? Yeah, I believe that. I almost made an actual clip to play, (laughs) but I was too busy. So they go into the hideaway. They talk about how that was too busy. (laughs) What were you doing? What was I doing? Yeah. Uh, Handing off a dog and then going to your father-in-law's dinner. Wasn't that fun? It was very fun. (laughs) But I had no free time, that's all. Yeah. They talk about how much of a roller coaster their journey has been, how much stronger they are because of it. And they, of course, play with some of the toys in there. Jess tries on an outfit. She gives Sammy a massage. And then she's like. She pegs him. She pegs him. She's like, where are the condoms at? (laughs) And he's like, what? I know. Um, Sammy says that he felt like he always knew it was her. But, you know, it just took a little while for him to really come to terms with it. But he always knew it was her. Don't watch the season back (laughs) at all. (laughs) My God. Why would you? But And then at bedtime, I wrote, I think it's safe to say that Sammy and Jess definitely fuck. Um, And it seems like all of the couples have a nice night. All of the couples are, like, in a place where you see nighttime and it's. There's lots of cuddles and kisses. I'm sorry. And I know I keep bringing this up every time we talk about this couple. Jess and Sammy? Jess and Sammy. Okay. Sammy's not even going to get her fucking number. (laughs) You think? I think they're going to be like, at, like, they're going to get to the finale. Right. And. Oh, you think they're going to make it to the finale? I do think they're going to, because there are four people, right? Or there are three. Three. Okay. Then they're probably not going to make it to the finale. Is it three? Yeah, it's three. Okay, then they're, they're not making the finale. But what right. I'm saying is, I think they're going to get to the airport yeah. in, in Cape Town. They're going to go on their final date. Or wherever they are. And then Mallorca. he'd be like, oh, they're in Mallorca? I thought they were somewhere in Africa. No, that's the winter season. They're in South Africa. Well, okay. Either way, <laughs> they get to the airport. <laughs> right. And he'd be like, ah, good run. <laughs> Dap her up and then leave. And then never speak to her again. Damn. And she's going to be like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, we were just doing a thing, right? I have, so many, I have so many DMs right now. <laughs> I'm going to get gonorrhea right now. I don't think any of his DMs will be good. <laughs> you don't think so? I think you're underestimating. You think he looked good on the show? No. So then who would DM him nice things? I'm not going to say nice things. I'm just saying like. Horny things? Yeah, horny things. Oh my god, who would do that? Fucking 19-year-old girls named Amber. <laughs> Don't talk about Amber like People that. People like Amber are going to try to sleep with him. I hope not. Amber, you're better than that. I think. Is she? I don't know. We actually didn't get to know her enough to know for sure. <laughs> All we know is that she wanted Scott and or, or, or Sammy and no one else. True. Actually, so. she. I think she was kind of into Tyreek, too. Casa, if you remember, yeah, they had a kiss in the game, and then they had like a little chat about, um, like her dad playing for whatever oh, Chelsea yeah. was it. Yeah, but that was Casa. That was, that, that was before she got into the villa. So in the morning, Lockin says first thing to Whitney that he has a plan to get him, her, Ty, and Ella together to chat. And we were both like, no. <laughs> Yeah, Whitney was immediately like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) We see Sammy and Jess come back from the hideaway and see everyone. 
And then Jess tells Molly and Ella about her night. She says it was really fun and really cute. And she says that both her and Sammy feel very comfortable together, more so than they have. And Sammy's telling Ty and Zach pretty much the exact same thing. It was a really good night and that things are finally going their way. As if he had no control over things not going well for them. It's so funny. And then we see Whitney tell Abby and Ella B that she stands by her comment from the night before about Ella being selfish and that she feels like Ella was using the challenge to say something about her. Okay, so you do care about the challenge. Yeah, of course she does. <laughs> How many pins are here? We How have, many pins you got? Show me your pins. We have like six pins in the same piece of paper is the problem. Yeah. And we'll shape them in the shape of an upside down pentagram because no, I want to summon Beelzebub. <laughs> Ella B says that it was in a challenge. It's not like she just walked up to her and called her smug. But it's very clear that that distinction does not matter to Whitney. Um, and she says that she would she could see herself being cordial with Ella again, but that she won't call her her friend. Which is, it's Which is all so, so weird and fucked up. It's so, like, final and, like, she's so done with her in this moment. Yeah. Like, over something so small. It's so crazy. And then we see Ella telling Molly and Jess how she's feeling. And it's very obvious that she's hurt. And she says that she just wants to focus on her time with Ty that she has left in there. And they ask if she's going to try to chat to Whitney again. And Ella said she is just going to try to leave it. Whether she means for now or forever, I don't know. But she's like, I just want to leave it. And we see a bunch of different people kind of chatting about the feud and how heated it was. And Lockin tells Whitney that you have had so much of this journey together, you and Ella. And the way that you guys are right now is not a nice way to leave it. And at this point, you can see, and I don't know when the when the switch flips. It's, like, so crazy when it does. But at this point, Whitney is so clearly not capable of moving past it, like, at all. She does not want to hear this. Lockett asks what she wants out of the next conversation that she has. And Whitney says she's not going to be fake friends with Ella. And Lockett says, again, that he still has her back. And that it shows a lot to him that when their argument was so heated, she didn't get loud or escalate or anything when Ella did. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. You it wanna, really doesn't. But you, you want to can... hear some more Brenny childhood drama? Trauma? Yeah, I already. I think I know it. But yeah, I think I might have said this before. But I was always a very emotional boy. If you couldn't tell, was. if you couldn't tell, <laughs> when I was a child, I had very hard time regulating my emotions, and my brother. Bless his heart. I love my brother to death. But we He's a down ass bitch. We did not have a good relationship as kids. Mm -hmm. And he was always very cold and very detached. So his favorite thing to do <laughs> was upset me and get me yelling. And then he would be like, Why are you yelling? I'm not yelling. We're not yelling. Why do you always have to yell? Yeah. And that would just drive me up a fucking wall. It's shades of that that's yes. happening here yeah, very that, much. That's that's Whitney's sort of like energy. Yeah. She wears the fact that she stays calm as like a badge of honor. Re when really it's just like insulting. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then Zach, for whatever reason, it's Zach, gets a text that Ellen and Whitney are going out of the villa together um, to chat. Neither of them look like they want to do this. How quickly this friendship has switched up is so, so crazy. I know, it's insane. And it's also funny how quickly these producers move. Oh, yeah. Because I bet someone was supposed to go on a date. Because yeah. Because it, it looked like a date. But they're mm-hmm. like, oh, they're not talking. And they're just going to sort of give themselves some space to decompress. Mm, no. no. <laughs> you're going to go talk. And then I'm sure Abby and Scott are just like, oh, Okay, okay, we'll stay in, I guess. <laughs> but even seeing them leave the villa together is so awkward. Like, one is, like, walking, like, five feet in front of mm-hmm. the other one. They don't even want to be, like, next to each other. It's so crazy. And so they sit down at this table set up for them. Like you said, it looks very much just like one of the dates that they send people on. And... Ella says that yesterday when she went to talk to Whitney, she felt hurt and she just wanted to talk and resolve it. Whitney says that if she could sit there and say that Ella is not selfish, she would. You know, she's just not capable of it. And Ella says, let's be real. This is all because of a challenge. Can I remember those pins? Right. Either take them out or put more in. I don't. I've lost the plot of the metaphor. <laughs> Me too. I was just thinking that. But just kind of manipulate them in your fingers for a little bit. Don't uh, hurt yourself, though. Yeah. Don't don't point, prick yourself. Whitney says this is why we can't be friends because if you think I'm the type of girl to like talk about this through a challenge, that's not me. I will talk to you direct. I don't need to sugarcoat things like yourself. And she also said, like, I don't care about the challenge. I don't care about the smug comment. Yeah. But it's Ella- so obvious that you do. It's so obvious. Well, she says as much, like, over and over again. You know? If you don't care, then don't bring it up. Right. Oh, you can't? Because you care? Oh, you care All too right, much? then. Let's just deal with that feeling then. <laughs> Can we? Let's process the fact <laughs> that it is okay to have been hurt by your friend. Absolutely. Ella says, in our entire friendship, you have never told me something like I am the most selfish person you've ever met. And Whitney says, you being selfish doesn't take away from you being a nice person. <laughs> Which is so such a weird thing to say. Which uh, I guess is technically it true. It is. And it's like, but who asked that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Ella says, it's a hurtful comment and it hurt me. And... Whitney says, listen, I could just sit here and say that I shouldn't have said something like that, but I do, in fact, think you are the most selfish person. Her heels are so dug. You can't see her feet anymore. They're so dug into the ground. Which is so crazy because at this point, Ella's not even refuting the fact that she's selfish. Selfish. Right. She's just like, please stop saying this hurtful thing. (laughs) And then Whitney's just like, Mm, but you're selfish yeah and she's like stop saying it though (laughs) it hurts my feelings and ella says okay if you feel that way why have you been friends with me and we don't see whitney answer this we get like a quick back at the villa we see ty and lock in chatting and tyreek brings up that whitney has had a lot of digs at him through his journey and that they voted for him and ella's most attention seeking and they had nothing to say about it 
And they both say that they are interested in seeing how the chat goes because they are both very opinionated, strong-minded girls. Mm-hmm. So I also love that – not that I expected this, mm-hmm. but that the boys are just getting along fine and yeah. kind of sharing in this mutual agony. Yeah. Oh, dude, can you imagine <laughs> if someone came up to me and they're like – if if one of my best friends, if your husband came up to me, Mm-hmm. It was just like, Brendan, you're one of the fattest persons I've ever met. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, please don't say that. <laughs> that really hurts my feelings. Right? And he's like, what do you want me to do? I've never seen anyone fatter than you are. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'd be like, okay, but when you say things like that, it, it hurts, hurts my feelings. Me. Uh, Have you seen how fat you are, though? <laughs> like, oh it's God. not the point. The point is not that you feel this way. Right. The point is that you refuse to stop saying it when I ask you to stop. Right. Just stop saying it, please. <clears throat> she can't. She simply can't. I, I don't know why. And then back at Ellen She Whitney's... needs to apologize for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Back to Ellen Whitney's chat. Um, Ella says again that she has been hurt by what Whitney said. And she's like, I thought that we were close. And Whitney says, you can't say we are close if you voted me as most smug. Okay. Okay. Now pull that pin out and shove it in your eyeball. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Because then you get to stop looking at this TV show right now. (laughs) They could. There's so many other ways they could stop. Take one of those pins and shove it into your eardrum. Until it ruptures. So you don't have to hear Whitney talk about this fucking game anymore. They also wouldn't be able to hear us anymore. Their favorite Love Island podcast. We'll start. We'll start uh, transcribing. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) maybe somebody will. I won't. There's AI. (laughs) Then almost immediately after that, Whitney says something about how Ella just thinks she is upset about the challenge, which is so fucking crazy. It's all so crazy. Ella says, after seven weeks almost of friendship, you've been there for me. I've tried to always be there for you. And this is just a waste of a friendship. And I know that I've been a good friend to you. Whitney then kind of switches up in a weird way. And she's like, this is just the way our friendship is. We dig and we banter. And she says that speaking to her is just like speaking to a wall. And that she has owned what she's said, but that Ella has just dismissed everything. When? What? Where? (laughs) And Ella's like, that's pretty much exactly how I feel about the way that you have reacted. And then she responds with saying, yeah, but you're the most selfish person (laughs) I've ever met. (laughs) And that's how that chat ends. It's like they went on this little like friend date to resolve it and it was absolutely not resolved here and we see them arrive back as everyone's getting ready for the evening and jess asks how the convo went and if it got sorted and ella's like mm, not really and then we just see them like almost pass each other in the hallway and whitney just like goes to give ella a hug and don't get me wrong i'm very happy for them to resolve it but like it was so it felt so weird because she's coming with this energy again where she's just like it's like a motherly instinct but 
It's, it's like smug. It's like a mother who just slapped you. Yeah. It's like a very much like a um, like a nun. <laughs> it's like a nun in a Catholic school. Yeah. Whereas, I'm sure Catholic school with nuns. None of them slapped us. I didn't even mean it like that. I said none of them. Ah, <laughs> ah how lovely. Um, <laughs> how lovely. But, you know, like... <laughs> the uh the energy is very much not like oh we're two friends fighting it's very much like okay well let's let's hug so i can try to comfort you yeah like she's not the one that who upset has, her yeah who upset her so ella says again this is probably this is probably like the 10th time she said this like you have hurt my feelings and why can you just not say sorry and whitney says Okay, I am sorry, but you hurt my feelings too. Okay, now find every pin and read a book about acupuncture. <laughs> oh. And learn how to acupuncture because that's the only way you can make use of all, the only all constructive use pins. that you can make with all these pins. <laughs> and it's like Because she admitted. It's why why when Ella said so many times that her feelings were hurt could Whitney not just also admit that? She wouldn't be the only one admitting that she has feelings that could potentially be harmed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she just so, remi- it's like, um, what's his name? name? Uh, uh, White. Huh? From uh, Dodgeball. Oh, I thought that was a Mighty Ducks thing. No, that's different. <laughs> okay. But where, where he's like, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> That's Whitney in an argument. <laughs> yeah, that's actually so true. <laughs> Next, we see Ty and Ella chat. And Ella says, when Tyreek asks how the chat went, that she stood her ground and that she said what she wanted to say, but it just really felt like it was going around in circles. Probably because it was going around in circles. And Ella says that they had to leave just agreeing to disagree and that uh, Whitney would just not drop the selfish comment. Tyreek says that he's missed her and he's happy that she is okay and that she's back. Then we see Whitney and Locken and Whitney says that it was a very heated argument and that nothing was solved. And Locken says what her and Ella have is not worth losing and Ella is a good girl and no one is perfect. So true. Except for you. You're perfect. He says. Yeah, he does. <laughs> if, but, but you're wrong. How but does you're he wrong here, say but... all the right things, though, to her? He's, like, so good at navigating her. Yeah. And, like, being her person. He's so good at it. It's crazy. And he asks how she's feeling about them and said, and she kind of, like, says that she is, like, looking for more, like, stability in a way almost, that they're in this bubble and that she just wants something, like, more certain. And he knows that. He knows that she's, like, been bringing that up before. And that she's looking for, like, a confirmation of their exclusivity. And he says that he just wants to do it the right way. And at this point, it's like, it can't be, like, a are we closed off thing. Because there's no one else coming in. Right. It's not even that, that's not the game anymore. You know what I mean? So, it is weird that he doesn't just, like, call it what it is. But... Okay, he says he wants to do it a special way. I can't so. wait for all of the islanders to gather on top of or underneath the terrace. 
What if they're all in the pool? That'd be different. And a and plate fun. Of, of shitty looking crackers and fruit. <laughs> no, but maybe they'll do something. Maybe he'll do something a little bit more creative. I I have hopes. If anyone would, it'd be Lockin. Mm-hmm. I have hopes too. Next, we see Whitney call Ella over to chat, and she has a very different energy. Like, Lockin's getting up to move or whatever, and she sees Ella walking by, and she's like, oh, want to swap? Like, want to come in? And, like, she's, like, giggling and everything. It's so, the switch up is so weird. And Ella says that she never took it personally when they voted for her in the game, and that she has... That Whitney has obviously taken the smug comment very seriously. And she says, I'm not using a challenge to try to tell you something about how I feel about you. And Whitney says she still doesn't take back her comment because she fucking felt the need to say that. But that Ella is a good person. And she says that. She normally talks to her very direct, but with love, and that she forgot to add the love, and she apologizes. It's not that you didn't add the love; it's that you subbed it for fucking malice. Yeah, for like and jealousy hate and yeah, rage and revenge. Uh, Ella accepts the apology and just wants to move forward. And they say, like you know, sometimes we're too sisterly, and they hug. Would you have accepted that apology? You know, I don't know. I wouldn't have. You, who no. never burns a bridge? I'm not, I wouldn't say our friendship is over, but I would be like, you're not apologizing for the right stuff. Mm, see, like, I You're think, missing my point. Yeah. I think I could only... <laughs> I wouldn't have had any of these conversations. If somebody said that to me, I would probably just never talk to them again. Really? Really? Dang. I have a problem with that. What can you do? Uh, Jess sits with Whitney next and talks about the conversation that she had with Ella. And Whitney says that it's sorted. And Jess is like, yeah, I know you guys are both stubborn. And that the vibes have been very off in the villa with the two of them not talking. And Jess says that she knows that Whitney can be brutally honest, but she needs to be able to take that honesty as well if she is willing to dish it, which we know that she is. Mm-hmm. Waitress, not busboy. Correct. Because <laughs> she can ditch it, but she can take it. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> okay, cool. Waitresses oftentimes take the plates away. Ours sure. did tonight. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And... Whitney asks Jess now how things are with Sammy, and she says, like, you guys look so loved up. And uh, obviously Jess says that things are going amazing, and then Whitney talks about Locke, and she says that she likes him a lot, and that he is everything she asked for in a man, and she doesn't know if it's too good to be true because they're in this bubble of being in the villa, and they both talk about how they're looking forward to really testing that on the outside to see if it's real. Different kind of test, I assume. Yeah. Than the tests that they have in the villa, but. Oh my God. (laughs) And then we see Whitney talk to Abby and Abby says that she doesn't know how Scott feels for sure. And, She's like, I know I like him, but Scott says he's a slow burner and he is touchy. Like He can be touchy-feely, but we don't spend a lot of time together. 
Winnie Lockett will tell her that she needs to have a conversation with Scott. So that's what she does next. You're like, don't fucking talk to me <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it is weird. Maybe that's just how I feel. <laughs> it's weird sometimes seeing the Whitney and Abby chats because, like, I'm sure to some extent they're directed or told who they're chatting with at different times, like right. who to sit with. But it's like, it just sometimes it looks like, damn, Abby really likes to go back for more lashings from Whitney because, like, it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, she's got a, mar- uh, a martyr complex and also a, uh, a, a masochist or... kink. Yeah. <laughs> a public shaming kink. <laughs> so Abby says it's got next, and she says that she's struggling and that she feels like there's a lack of interest from Scott in her opinion. Scott's like, it's so crazy that you could possibly think that. Um, And Abby says that she doesn't see actions, especially compared to Mitch, who would get up and make breakfast and coffee for her. And Scott says that you can't just compare him to Mitch because they're different people. And I get that. Like, I don't think you should ever do that. But Scott, you're like capable of making breakfast. (laughs) Like, that isn't like the craziest thing that somebody could think you know in love island that's what they do like in the villa like the boys will get up and make breakfast and coffee for the girls yeah that's true and i don't think it's fair to compare one relate like the person you're in a relationship with to the last person i think you're setting yourself up for disappointment and failure but like don't act like you couldn't possibly do the one thing that mitch did (laughs) i don't think that was what he was trying to say but (laughs) i I agree with that point (laughs) i would have been like uh, fine, I'll make you coffee, but I'm also going to go talk to Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> what? I- I'm also going to say that I like you and that I don't like you. That oh, I want you you're talking I about want... Mitch. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Scott. I was like, I don't think we've ever seen them have a conversation. I'm just saying that's what I would say if I was mm-hmm. Scott. Scott thinks that the comments in the games really got to Abby. And he's like, you know, I'm glad we had the conversation. I think we'll be in a better place for it. So, again, he kind of. He's also digging those heels in and committing to the bit with Abby, I guess. (laughs) He's not willing. She's given him quite a few outs at this point to just be friends, and he's not taking it. So, you know, he's committed to going as far as he can, I guess. Yeah, because, again, what else would he say? Listen, people end up in friendship couples this far along, and they just coast until they're out. But I guess... Scott might really think he has a chance with how he continues to not be in the bottom. Yeah. So there's that. And then we see Sammy pull Tyreek and he says he has a plan. and He needs Tyreek's help to get the other Islanders discreetly up to the terrace. He says he's going to bring Jess to a certain spot, do a little speech. And then he's like, I'll cue you guys. And then you'll all shout something to help me ask Jess to be my girlfriend. Okay. Hold on. Remember the other thing that we pinned to the wall? Mm, vaguely. About, it's been a long night. <laughs> about, about Sammy and Ty like calling Scott out on lying about being into someone. Mm-hmm. Pull that pin out. Because fucking Ty will all day call Scott out when he <laughs> thinks he's being disingenuous. Mm-hmm. But there's no universe where Ty like 100% believes Sammy is all in for Jess and like can't wait for their work their you know relationship outside of the villa (laughs) I don't see that happening and he has no problem with going along with that fiction yeah Sammy's his boy though you know what I mean but like what is Scott 
what is what Scott? Is Scott? Why, why is they with Scott is? How? Mm, I don't know. If you think about it. Good questions, but Thank I don't you. have the answers. Thank you. <laughs> I need an EpiPen right now, I think. <laughs> For what? What's, your rea- what's the reaction to? Tired. Yeah, same. Um, so Sammy pulls Jess to chat while Tyreek slowly pulls everyone up to the terrace. And you know what? He does a good enough job because Jess doesn't realize what's going on. And then Sammy brings Jess over to this certain place in the yard. Um, he does call her a donut after he's done it. <laughs> She's like, are you going to throw me in the pool? And he goes, no, you donut. <laughs> and I believe he thinks that she's an idiot. That's the problem here. Which is funny because he is... <clears throat> not smart. The stupidest. <laughs> he tells her that they have not had the easiest ride. This is like almost exactly like Tyreek's chat to Ella. It's all like, it's all the same. It's, it's his same exact chat that he says every single time there's a recoupling and he gets to pick her. Yeah. They've not had the easiest ride. He has matured a lot and he does not get feelings easily. He says... Being in the hideaway felt really good, and it, it, like, felt really natural. He says he knows her from the inside out, and that he likes the way that things are going. And then he shouts his cue, which is, help me out, guys. And then they all jump up on the terrace and shout, will you be his girlfriend? Or something close enough to that that she can understand. And she says yes, and they kiss, and everyone comes down and hugs and congratulates them. And it's very sweet, I guess. Yeah. It's sweet in the way, like, aspartame is because it's artificial. And a carcinogen. And, yeah. Sammy will give you cancer. That's not in Coke Zero, right? No. We're Coke Zero girlies in this house. But also, maybe aspartame isn't a carcinogen, but only in super high doses? I don't know. I'm just going to put things in my body that I want to. Mm. Bagels bagels sure mm-hmm. people what not eating them next <laughs> Lockin tells scott that he is wasting abby's time he thinks and this is like the most savage we have ever seen him be even we have ever even seen him close to being yeah and it's also a gun you're not wasting her time. I guess you're wasting her time by keeping her in the villa. But if you're not with her, she's gone, dude. Yeah. So, uh, ugh, whatever. And then we just see the rest of our couples kind of loved up for the night. And that is the end of week seven. Yeah. And one next, more week. I know. Next week is our final week. We know that we have the parents coming. We have the baby or dog challenge i'm still holding out for the dog challenge because the dog collar earlier this season i really thought i cracked a code with that and then our final dates and our finale so oh my god this next week might look a little bit different episode wise we're just going to kind of cruise and see how it looks um as the episodes kind of pile up um the finale dates are there's not a lot to talk about so we'll probably couple those up with the finale Mm mm-hmm and it'll be great. So exciting. You know what we haven't done in a long time? What's that? Our favorites. I was thinking it the other day. I was like, damn, we haven't said our favorites at the end of an episode in a while. Dang. Okay. Who's going first? Do you have yours? Yes. Go ahead. Ella and Lockin. Ella 
Original Ella. OG Ella. OG Ella. Okay. What if I don't like anybody? You brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) So that does not count. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go. No, I can't do that. I only like, I'm going to do two girls. Fuck it. We made the format. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Fair. I'm going to go Jess and Molly. Okay, because you barely see them. Jess is always fun. She's always a good character. True. And, yeah, Molly's been pretty quiet since her issues with Zach got resolved. I just really don't like Zach. So, can't choose him. Cool. That's it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, tomorrow is the new episode of USA. Please listen and watch the show because it's actually good. I promise. It's good so far. So you far. Know? It could fall off at any moment, but so far we're the actually villa really enjoying is it. actually sick. It is. It's, it's right so on the beach. Cool. There's sand. They can sit on the beach. It's very cool. I do like the villa a lot. All right. Well, we will see you tomorrow. Good night. Good night. Good morning. Oh, because no. it's 5 a.m. for them. Okay, oh, bye. No. Bye.